refreshing, with delicious, all about celebrating and with smart, the good stuff. sassy, it's the juice with Louise Wilkinson and today, on Newcastle Live Radio. I want to introduce you to one who ticks every box, the injectables queen, Talisa Larkin. Welcome to the juice. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, look. Unless people have been living under a rock, they have obviously probably heard about your business, The Injectables Queen. <laughs> but I wanted to sort of get into uh, your story. It's a, it's a massively successful business and we will be getting into that. But I did want to get into your story uh, about how all of this came about. So, you know, obviously you come from a nursing background, is that right? I do, mm. yes. So I come from an emergency nursing background. Right. initially and um, I started my nursing journey as a, actually I was a, a young mum I had just become a mum uh, to my um, to my daughters and my one of my daughters was in uh, NICU and she was very sick and that's when I decided to become a nurse so I was a, um, a mature age student as they call them yes um, and I always sort of knew in the back of my mind that I'd sort of get into this uh, injectables business, but I didn't quite know how, but I always knew I was going to get there. Right. Yeah. So it was always something that you had an interest in and, and knew that you'd sort of get there eventually. But yeah, I mean, cutting your teeth in the emergency room is certainly a, a trial by fire, isn't it? <laughs> oh nurse. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You're, you're um, a jack of all trades, a master of none, running around like a headless chicken for 12 hours in a day. It's, it's crazy. The popularity of injectables has basically exploded over the last few years, hasn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And what do you put that down to? I mean, I have my theories as to why it is so popular now and so accepted. Um, I, I can sort of remember um, when injectables were first sort of used uh, back in the in the late 80s and early mm-hmm. 90s and they had that really mm-hmm. unnatural uh, sort of look and it was very, very obvious that people were having injectables. Now it's, mm-hmm. it's fairly commonplace and uh, I, I think I was just saying to my dad uh, the other day because he said, oh, you know, my daughter's doing some lash courses and and she and he said oh why doesn't she do facials and I said because everyone gets injected now dad so yeah yeah that's right that's right look it's come a long way from the 70s and 80s I mean in the 70s and 80s people were as you said it was almost socially unacceptable to um say that you've had Botox and some people are still like that but the majority of people um, are, you know, are proud of the fact that they get anti-wrinkle injections or that they get filler injections. I mean, it's all part of taking care of yourself. It's all part of self-care, yes. uh, anti-aging, um, you know, confidence and, you know, just looking your best. And also, I think it comes down to the fact that there's a lot more education out there now. Um, social media has come into play, so... You know, we're watching constantly watching videos about injectables and how they work and what they can do for you and how they can lift your confidence. So definitely I'll put it down to, you know, education and social media, um, you know, and the fact that it's so, you know, socially acceptable now to, to you know, you're looking after yourself. It's not about, it's not all about the fake look. It's about, you know, enhancing your natural features. And I think if you find the right, uh, you know, injector, then you'll, you know, you'll be able to get looked after the way you want to get looked after. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is uh, a really important point that you make. People get injectables for themselves, for their own self-care. And it, it's not necessarily about, um, I've heard terms bandied around like living up to unrealistic expectations of a beauty standard, etc. In my experience, these are, are treatments that do enhance confidence and they are for themselves it's not for anyone else so how did you come from being a emergency nurse through to um, the injectables queen as we know it today it must have been a little bit of a journey for you well it was I was actually you know so as, as I said I actually I was a ward nurse first and then I became an emergency nurse um, and then I actually you know I wanted to have another another job outside of emergency nursing or outside of the hospital. So I applied for a job at actually an IV nutrient clinic. Right. Uh, you know, when they inject mm. the vitamins through the drip into your body. Um, so I actually had a job at a clinic like that. And that's how I incidentally became, uh, intru- well, that's how I was introduced to injectables through there because they introduced injectables uh, as part of their company. So I started there. Um, and then I went off to a laser clinic, which mm-hmm. is um, what a lot of injectors do. A lot of nurse injectors, in particular, will have some sort of experience at a laser clinic, which is which is good. Yes. Um, you know, it takes years and years to become you know a, a good injector, and it's an ever evolve ever evolving world. So you're constantly learning and training, and um, you know there's uh, you know lots to learn always. But that's how it started. It started at an IV nutrients clinic, then at a laser clinic. And then um, I decided to go out on my own just because I was so busy and I was working really hard on my social media and um, I was just ready. I was ready to open up my own clinic and, yeah, it's just taken off and it's exploded. But I put that down to hard work and, you know, dedication and determination. And now I do it full time. I don't work at the, well, you know, being shut down, I've gone back to the hospital. But before that, um, I was working full time, six days a week, um, flat out, booked out, busy. So now I've had to take on more nurses and open up a larger clinic and I anticipate opening up more clinics. So, yeah. Yeah, what a fantastic success story. And you are right. I mean, it does come down to not only your skill set, but obviously how how much you prepared to put into your business. And, um, you know, this... Injectables Queen as a business has only actually existed since October of last year. Is that right? That's right. So initially when I started, it was just like that. the Injectables Queen was me. Mm. So it was a name to a person um, and now it's become bigger than that. It's become, you know, an entity rather than just uh, the label as me as a person, as an injector. Um, it's become, you know, a clinic, a business, um, you know, somewhere where you can go and feel confident uh, to get injectables because that's all we do. Uh, we don't do, you know, as you said, like facials and things like that. We, we just do injectables. So that's our main, you know, that's our main focus is injectables. That's what we are. Um, that's our profession. That's our specialisation. So, you know, we have registered nurses and doctors who inject. So, um you're you're always you know you're feeling comfortable that you've got a registered nurse or a registered doctor performing your procedure. We'll be back with Talisa in a hot minute to talk more about injectables and her incredible business success. Stay tuned. That's coming up on the Juice. Baby, 
We're back with Talisa Larkin on Woman Crush Wednesdays and it's time to ask the hard questions. Look, I know that uh, a lot of people speak very, very highly of your work and um, and the results that you deliver, which is a real feather in your cap. Um, you know, you have an amazing reputation in, in The Hunter. Can I ask you, and this might be a little bit of a, a controversial question, what differentiates a good injector from a bad injector? Look, it, it's, that, that's a really hard one. Mm. And injectables is a really, really gray area. Um, there's no clinical pathway to actually become an injector. Um, they are working on a clinical pathway, but to be an injector, all you really have to do is be a registered nurse or doctor. Um, There's no actual certificate you need to hold to become an injector. So I think the injectors that really do, uh, you know, thrive off, you know, educating themselves and are open to continuous learning and not just you know um you know saying yep i'm the best now and i can just do everything and you know i'm the best with everything you've got to always be open to learning new things and um you know be open to to trying new things as well and always educating um getting a good mentor as well um i mean i mentor a few nurses now which is which i love doing and Mm -hmm. doctors um, which which is a passion of mine. So having a good mentor behind you is really, really important. Um, confidence is important, but if, you know, there are some injectors out there, you've got to start somewhere, um, you know, that aren't as good as others. Um, yes. You know, this can be taught, um, but you've got to have that, you know, you've got to have that creativity behind you. You've got to have those fine motor skills and you've got to have that little niche um, and that eye for it. That's um, right. Because what so, I was going to say was it, it it is in a lot of ways an art form. You you're looking at a face and absolutely. you're working out how you can enhance that face. Um, so there there is artistry to it, isn't there? There is. There's. A, there's it is. It's an art. Um, as you've got to be, um, but you've got to also know your you know your facial anatomy and things like that. There's lots of people out there that, you know, can just pick up a syringe and, you know, inject into a lip. But there's, it's so much more than yeah. that. Yeah. Um, there's so much more to know. And I think that's what actually separates a good injector from a not-so-good injector is that, you know, the good injector knows their anatomy, they, they're educated, and they're open to be educated further still. You know, as I said, it's, it's an ever-evolving world, injectables. There's always something new coming out. There's always something new happening, um, which is really, really exciting in itself. Um, So I think that's what separates the two. And it is, it's an art. You've got to really have an eye for it. And, um, you know, you've got to, you know, yeah, you've got to have an eye for it. Yeah, absolutely. What would be, if you had to, if you had to say, what would be your most popular procedure, the one that you get requested for the most, I guess? Look, we definitely are known for the Russian lip. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it, but um, there is a little bit of controversy work. out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I love the Russian lip technique, although it's not for everybody. Um, it, it is a beautiful technique if it's done properly and if it's in the right person's hands. Um, the Russian uh, lip technique is definitely one of our most popular, one of our most demanded um procedures for sure 
I love to do the whole face, but the Russian lips is definitely something that we're known for. But as I said, there is, there's a little bit of controversy out there in the world of injectables about, you know, the Russian lip technique. Some injectors don't really like it for whatever reason. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but there's lots of differences of, of opinion out there, you know, in the world of injectables. Um, but, you know, as I said, we're really good with, with the Russian lip. We've never had an issue and all our patients love it and we've always got good results. So, yeah, we love a good Russian lip. That's awesome. Now, if you mm-hmm. had to give uh, business advice to someone who was possibly, you know, on on the on the prep, like uh, on the the border of possibly jumping in and opening their own business, you have an incredible business model and and an extremely successful business in a very short period of time. What advice would you give to somebody uh, who you know really wanted to make a go of it themselves in business? Just in business, just in general. Mm. Um, so actually, I didn't know how good I was at business until I actually started one. Um, and I actually, you know, worked hard. So it's, it's, it takes dedication. I think if you want to open up a successful business, then you've got to be 100% in it. You're, you've got to be wholeheartedly dedicated to that business. Um, and uh, I think a part of that is um, staying, you know, on top of your social media, definitely, um, staying on top of all your marketing and everything like that. Um, so I think success is definitely comes down to confidence, um, staying on top of your social media, and getting advice off other people as well. Um, again, mentorship, um, getting advice off everybody that you, you know, that, been in business and and then you can form your own sort of business plan from there. For me, um, my strong point has been marketing and social media. Yeah. Um, And I don't think you really need to always pour lots of money out into it. You just need to be, uh, you know, strategic with it. Um, So there's lots of different platforms of marketing that you can go down and I think if you have multiple forms of, um, you know, marketing channels such as social media, maybe you've got billboards, maybe you've got, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, your, your face on a bus, for example. Yes. Um, you know that it really does work. Um, multiple forms of um, marketing, I think, to for success. And don't give up. You've got to be confident. Yeah. Um, definitely confidence comes down to it as well. Absolutely. Well, look, uh, you know, it, Freedom Week is upon us and I certainly hope that you have got some rest. I know that you have been actually, you've gone back into into the old nursing scrubs and uh, oh, you've yeah. been COVID swabbing uh, during the pandemic while your business has been shut down. But I sincerely hope that you got some rest in there because I have a feeling that you are going to be absolutely smashed once those doors are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, we've actually, uh, it's actually really funny going from, you know, a glorified injector and uh, actually three months before this pandemic, I, I threw out all my scrubs thinking I'm never going to see those blue scrubs again. Um, and I was wrong. Um, but I'm glad that I could step out and help, you know, our community by, you know, taking up a role while my business is closed um, in, in COVID swabbing as, as gross as it might sound. Um, I'm happy to have helped our community um, in that way while, while the index book team wasn't running. Um, but, yeah, I've, we've opened our books from the 18th of January and the first two weeks 
fully packed. Wow. For, um, and fully, fully booked out six days a week um, for a couple of nurses. So we're really excited to get back up in and running. That's awesome. And look, I wish you all the best coming out of this uh, pandemic. It has been a huge challenge and uh, I just know that that you're going to smash it. So thank you so much for being one of our inaugural girl bosses on The Juice. It's been absolutely wonderful to talk to you. Oh, thank you for having me on The Juice. I always love a good chat, a good podcast. I always love to give good advice. So if anyone out there listening wants to reach out, I'm happy to to chat with anyone. I always love to mentor people and give advice wherever I can. I love to help locally as well. I think that's really important um, to help local businesses. You know, it's super important. We've got to support each other. We absolutely do, and uh, particularly at a time like this. And uh, if people wanted to find out more about uh, your services, what is the best way to to research what you do at the Injectables Queen? Look, definitely you can go to – you can just Google the Injectables Queen and and I will pop right up. Uh, Otherwise, go to theinjecticalsqueen.com or you can also follow me on Instagram or follow us, I should say, on Instagram at the Injectables Queen. Uh, We've also got a second page now, which is called at the Injectables Queens with an S on the end. Um, So we are on Instagram and Facebook uh, as well. So you can always reach out that way. We're pretty quick in responding um, to anyone that reaches out or that wants more information about us. Um, So that would be the best way to reach out online. That is absolutely amazing. To Lisa Larkin from the Injectables Queen, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me again.